Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Call Room Rising Stars Edition. Today is a first because I get to speak with teammates this time, two people, three people total speaking in today's conversation, which is always fun and makes for a great vibe. The teammates and the names are Maddie Gardner and Reese Dalton, absolutely amazing athletes out of the great state of Virginia. If you're not familiar with either, Maddie holds PRs of 458 in the 1600, 1024 in the 3200, and 1653 on the grass. She's won multiple state titles. Reese holds PRs of 213 in the 800, 447 in the 1600, 1025 in the 3200, and 1658 on the grass. Reese also has won a few state championships as well. They're both insanely accomplished athletes, and both are committed to run for the University of North Carolina next year, which is super exciting. They both made the Foot Locker Cross Country National Meet after going through the South region, and I had the privilege of meeting both of them. And then I put up something on Instagram to the effect of who should I get on the series next, and many people asked for Maddie and Reese to come on the podcast. So we're delivering, we're giving the people what they want. And today's conversation was absolutely fantastic. Again, really fun vibe to do this with two teammates and close friends and just a lot of fun discussion and also kind of getting an inside look at their journeys and progressions to get to where they are today. My only note for you guys before we hop into today's incredible episode is that the Call Room Rising Stars edition is presented by Hoka. Hoka has been such a privilege and pleasure to work with, and they are also putting on the Foot Locker Cross Country National Championship, which is happening this Saturday as of recording this. You guys can tune into the Foot Locker National Cross Country Championships by going to footlockercc.com. You'll find a ton of info there in regards to when the races go off, where you can watch the races, all sorts of different information. I've always watched the Foot Locker Cross Country National Meet growing up, and so I highly recommend watching the fastest athletes in the country all line up and go at it against each other. The top 40 boys, the top 40 girls all compete for a national championship. I can't recommend watching it enough. So you guys can find further information at footlockercc.com. With all of those notes aside, I hope you all enjoy my fantastic conversation with the legends themselves, Maddie Gardner and Reese Dalton. Maddie Gardner and Reese Dalton, welcome to the Call Room Rising Stars Edition. How are you guys doing this evening? Good. Good. Thank you for having yeah. Me. yeah, thank you. It's a, a privilege to have you guys on, specifically after meeting you guys last weekend and seeing you, you guys make the national meet. Maddie, if I'm not mistaken, you made it last year as well. So back to back years, which is pretty cool. What is the emotion right now, two days removed from the meet? Um, yeah, I think mostly just excitement. I mean, I feel like it's a little bit of pressure qualifying before because you don't want to not qualify because you know how fun of an experience it is out there. So, um, yeah, and I'm definitely really excited that both of us get to go together. So, Reese? Oh, yeah, I'm super excited. Still hasn't really sunk in yet, but uh, I just can't wait. Yeah. The ride back, how was that? Uh, did you guys do anything fun to celebrate? What was that experience like? Um, we went out to like brunch, lunch, that was super fun. And then honestly, the ride back felt super long. I was just really ready to be home and shower and get to bed. So yeah, uh, we stopped for lunch afterwards. And then my siblings came to the race with me. So we jammed out to some music, but I think we both slept most of the way home. So yeah, I'm curious from your guys's opinions. Do you guys like the night races where you have like all day to kill and then it's the race and then you can go back and go to bed? Or do you like the morning race where you kind of wake up, go to the course, get it over with and then have the rest of the day? Or do you? Yeah. Which do you prefer? Um, I definitely prefer the morning races. Uh, I think I'm also just like a morning person. So I feel like once it gets like 
past eight o'clock and racing, I'm just like ready to go to sleep at that point. So yeah. Yeah, I think the racing environment at night's more fun, especially on the track with the lights off and everything. I think that's super fun. But to actually race, I like the morning races. You can eat like at the perfect times beforehand and everything. So yeah, it's better to race, but the track at night's pretty cool too. So Reese, you mentioned jammed out to some music on the way back. What is the selection of choice? And was any Christmas music there? And when do you start listening to Christmas music if you like Christmas music? Yes, yeah, so a lot of Christmas music. We start after Thanksgiving, so it was the perfect time too. Um, and weirdly, we listened to Hamilton, which we're not really a Hamilton family at all, but it passes the time pretty well. So listen to some Hamilton because it's a really long soundtrack. So for yeah. both of you, whether it's a regional meet, a national meet, or even some of the more low key meets, even within your city or state, is it fun to be able to travel with your family and kind of share those experiences with them? Yeah, I think that's like one of the most special parts about running is it just like you can bring so many people together to watch and yeah, it's super fun. So yeah, my sister was the one that originally got me into running. So she's not a big runner anymore, but it is really cool to share all my experiences with them. And my family's just a big sport family. So my dad, my brother, my sister, they all just like love anything with sports. So yeah, it's it's really fun. Reese, you mentioned your sister got you into running. So let's go way back in time, Maddie and Reese, to how you got started in the sport of running. How'd you get started and what were your first impressions of it? Um, well, I started, I guess like my first ever like race was um, I did Girls on the Run when I was like in elementary school. And I remember loving it then. And then um, in seventh grade, I did cross country side stop soccer. Um, and that's where Reese and I first met. And I just remember it being like a super fun, like social time. I don't think either of us took it super seriously. And so, um, we would just honestly like walk and talk at practice. So that was kind of the first couple years until we got more serious, but yeah, I've always had a love for the sport, I guess. Yeah. Um, growing up, I played pretty much every sport other than running. I would do like some like <laughs> dogs with my mom because she was in the military so like PT was like a big part of I don't know her profession but so I'd do that but a lot of basketball and lacrosse and everything like that and then um yeah I joined in seventh grade because I had switched schools and so I needed a ride home from practice after school and my sister was doing it so my parents were like well like you just do it with your sister and so did that and met Maddie and yeah like she said we kind of just started off walking every practice and then the races somehow we managed to finish but I don't know how and then um in high school yeah I got more into it so yeah Maddie you mentioned that you guys both met in seventh grade I think you said uh both of you responded to this one what were your first impressions of each other when you first met if you remember yeah I feel like I don't like it all kind of like blends together um I mean I think I remember just being really impressed because I feel like Reese, you're like such an athlete, so I feel like you were already just like speeding around and I could definitely not keep up. So I was a little bit intimidated, but um, yeah, it was fun. It was fine. Yeah, um, I think we met at like one of the summer practices going into seventh grade year and I was new and I just heard like, there was a girl in my grade. So I was just really excited to meet everyone. And so I think I was just really excited to meet you. And I don't remember it being like awkward or anything. No, you were I don't. Tall. You were really tall, and I was really little, so <laughs> that, that was a difference. But 
Um, I think it's good first impressions. Yeah. Yeah. Reese, you mentioned playing a ton of different sports before the sport of running. And Maddie, you mentioned that you played soccer before running. What to this day makes running stand out that made you want to chase after it versus the other sports that you guys have played? Um, I mean, something our coach always says is that like you get what you put in. And I feel like um, that's a big part of it. Like you can really put in the work and like see the results kind of like through times and stuff like that. So I feel like that's been a really like unique part that I've kind of fallen in love with. And then also like the social part, I feel like, because not a lot of other sports, like you can just like jog and have a like genuine conversation. So I feel like that's also pretty special. Yeah, I think for sure, like getting out what you put in, because in basketball, like you kind of have to be pretty tall and pretty big and it's like hard to really compete at that level with girls that big, I guess. And so um, it doesn't really require a lot other than just hard work day in and day out with teammates. Um, so I think that's something that definitely stood out. And also just races are the most fun. I've, I've played a lot of games and those are awesome. But after a good race, it's like the best feeling. So and being able to accomplish something with teammates, too, is um, really special. So. Do you guys think you gained some competitive edge, for lack of a better way of phrasing it, from being serious in other sports before doing running versus just running your whole life? Yeah, I definitely feel like that's kind of breeds competitiveness. And I feel like also it helps like not getting like burnout because you've tried so many different things that like you can find what you actually really love instead of being forced into something. So. Yeah, my family's super competitive. So like growing up, like all the board games or like all the games outside, like that was very competitive. And then, yeah, especially in other sports, I don't think, I think if I didn't run, I would try to maybe do lacrosse. Basketball, I wasn't too good at, but I think, yeah, I'm very competitive. So um, that definitely helped. Yeah, the lacrosse and basketball stuff. Yeah. I'm going to offend all the lacrosse players who listen, all two of them. Uh, <laughs> when you said lacrosse, it reminded me, I was like, Oh wait, didn't um there's this crazy story at UNC with lacrosse and I was like, no, it's not lacrosse, it's field hockey. So apologies for missing up the two sports. They kind of look similar to me, not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, but did you guys have you guys followed the the story of field hockey at UNC on the women's side? It's unbelievable. It's super cool. It's crazy. Yeah, Aaron Matson, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 They were actually the ACC tournament was in Charlottesville. So we went and watched the finals of duke versus um unc and it was so fun i never watched like college field hockey and it was so cool yeah yeah our best friend um she's committed to play field hockey in college and so she's like she always fills us in on all the details and everything so yeah she she doesn't root for unc though which is the <laughs> yeah i don't know how to feel about cards, but it's okay <laughs> You guys both brought me through how you got started in the sport. Was there a moment, and if so, when was it, that you guys started to get really serious about it and you kind of had the conversation with yourself of like, oh, this is something that I not only enjoy, but I want to see how far I can go in it and maybe start start uh, running on my runs and not walking as much? Um, yeah, I'd say for me it was probably like around COVID, so like end of eighth grade into freshman year. Um, just because I feel like there was so much time and like, there was no like structure in life. So I really like wanted to dedicate myself to something and like do something, fill my time with something. So I feel like that's when I started to get like more serious about it, so. Yeah, I think, well, Maddie and I were really close and she started training like freshman year. And so I was still doing lacrosse that spring. Um, and so going into the summer, I met our coach and started training and then didn't really like 
know where it would take me. Um, but at the end of the cross country season was when it really like, I guess had my breakthrough and that's when it kind of got really serious for me. So even aside from present day where you're obviously teammates and running with each other and pushing each other, it seems like from almost day one, you guys have always been with each other, pushing each other, being not only good teammates, but good friends. Do you guys think you would have made it this far individually if it wasn't for the other person? No, I like, I definitely do not think so because I feel like if I'm like having like a bad day or like, I don't feel like doing a workout, like Reese is always like my hype woman and she always just is ready to get after it. So I feel like definitely a big inspiration and a big motivation. So yeah, I think I probably would have quit a long time ago. I think there's <laughs> definitely days where I don't feel like running, or if I do, I just want to go, like, 10-minute pace. But with Maddie, it's like she's always there to push me, and so at the end, we always ha- end up having great runs. So I think definitely I wouldn't be doing this sport, and I definitely wouldn't be as good without her. So, yeah. Was there a conversation during a run back in the day or after a race on a cool down where you guys kind of realized with each other that, like, oh, hey, we're really good at this thing and we could probably like become one of the best in the country one day? Um, Honestly, I feel like it was basically last, like this weekend when yes. we both had qualified for both national meets because that had been like a goal for us, like kind of all of high school basically. And so I think like after doing it, like we we're both like a little like taken back and just realized like, wow, like we're going to go like race against the best. Um, So yeah, kind of kind of recently so yeah <laughs> yeah it was literally this past weekend I think we yeah. said that on our down because yeah like Maddie said it was a dream of ours to qualify for the like, qualify together at least for one but yeah. to qualify together together for both was just something I think we dreamed about and thought about a lot but for it to actually happen is pretty cool so you guys have mentioned your coach a few times in this conversation I'd be remiss if I didn't bring her up because I met her lovely individual yeah. and I also um I I think Maddie, I high fived you right after you crossed the finish line. I was like, no way, you made it. Because honestly, to be completely honest with you guys, I wasn't super familiar with you guys going to the meet. And so when we talked on Friday, like I was talking to a bunch of kids and some people, I asked, you know, what's your goal for tomorrow? And um, you guys, I, for whatever reason, didn't. So I had no clue how fast or slow you guys were. And so when I saw you uh, cross the finish line, Maddie, I was like. No way. I talked to her yesterday. Like, wow, she's very, very fast. And then obviously I talked to your coach as well. And she was like right on the outside of like the tent area. And so I was like, oh my gosh, they made it. I was like, are you going to San Diego? And she's like, I already booked my tickets. I'm like, wow, the confidence is crazy. I'm like, I, I don't know if I would be that bold. So talk about the impact she's had on you and how cool it's going to be to experience these moments with her as you guys close out your high school cross country career. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely one of the most influential people in my life. Um, She's probably, like, what – she's who really, like, got me into running, I think, and um, showed me that, like, it's something you can be serious about and something that, like, you can work towards and be good at. Um, And so, yeah, she's just – like, I credit, like, so much of, like, my love and, like, the success I've had to her just because you hear all these, like – horror stories and like high school coaching but um like the past whatever has been like six years we've had her it's just been really been like a blessing so yeah yeah I think coach like Maddie said she does a lot for us and she's put so much time and I don't think there's enough words to say how much time she's put into our lives as people and athletes um she's just been great and I know like especially this last track season um, she's just been someone who really has instilled confidence in me when 
like my races weren't going my way or like I have this fitness, but I'm not showing it. And she's just like day after day, like Reese, you can do this, you can do this. And so just thinking about it and thinking about what, like I can do that. Um, you know, she's just really like, she has a lot of confidence in us and she shows that. And I think that helps us to run our best and to just be better teammates to each other and to our team. And yeah. Of course, the sport of running is it can be a very individualistic sport. And of course, individually, when you're putting in all this work, you want the results to pay off for yourself individually. But I'm sure, is there a part of you that like, you know, she's invested so much time into you? Is it like sometimes when you do these big accomplishments, like over the weekend, you're like, yes, the work you've shown and the belief you've put in me has paid off. Like we're going to San Diego, like it all paid off. Yeah, I feel like definitely like, after like seeing her after both of the races and just like seeing how happy she was it really like we like she was the first person we were looking for after the race just because she like Reese said she puts so much time into us so it just really feels like not that we like she expects anything but like that we want to show her that like the work she does for us means a lot and that um like it does a lot for us so yeah, I think one of the moments like that that you mentioned was this past weekend because sophomore year I ran it and that was kind of like my breakthrough race and I think I had like a 45 second PR or something like that and I finished 16th which I really wasn't thinking that I would make it at all but I was just like happy with where I was at and after that coach was like oh next year you got this and so we kind of just had that in our minds like the whole year and then I ended my junior year running on a stress fracture and so I remember like one year ago today, like I was, or one year ago on the race day, I was like crying in her arms. And then to like a year later to be celebrating with her and to go out with her, I think was just really special because we've thought about that together for a long time. So off the top of your head, what is the biggest lesson that she's taught you over the past six years of being under her as a coach? Um, I would say like just generally like the mental side of running and like the mental strength it takes and just like finding your like identity outside of running and how that helps you become a better runner because I feel like she not only cares like about our running but she cares a lot about us as people and I think that that's just really shown me that like there's so many like parts of life that like define you so I think that having like many different things to identify you and relationships and stuff um are something that like has shaped my whole life and not just running so yeah I think she's just put a lot of confidence in I know Maddie and I as well like she just always uplifts us after races or like oh like I know you can do this better or like I know you have this in you and so I think there's just a level of confidence that she's really instilled in us and um, she just pushes us every day. Like you can, you can go faster than that, or you like you can beat that girl, or you can do this. And so, um, obviously, like it's not easy, and we've had a lot, we put a lot of work into it. But um, just like her attention to the little things, also in running, like make sure you recover well, you sleep well, you eat well. Um, that's just all like things that she's taught us, and it's all just I don't know, come together at the right time. So, how much throughout this past season, whether it was in the summer during those space building months or through the fall, through the hard race pace workouts, was the goal of qualifying for both meets on the the top of all three of your heads? And how much did this discussion take place of like, imagine we qualified for NXN and Footlocker together? Um, yeah, I feel like definitely there was some talk about whether to do both or not, because it's, I mean, it's like four weeks of back-to-back racing. Um, 
which can be a lot. And so ultimately, like, coach gave us the choice of what to do. And I think we both wanted to, we both felt ready to get after it at both meets. Um, and so, yeah, it's exciting that it came together that we get to race four times. Um, but yeah, I think she, she told us that, like, it was an option and it'll be a lot, but she doesn't usually, she always gives us stuff that we're ready for and she knows we can handle. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think San Diego um, and Foot Locker especially has been on our minds for a long time. And like Maddie said, it was kind of just like we had our state champ, we had our state championships. And then the week after that, we were like, okay, we're sure we want to do both. Because in the beginning of the season, we sat down and kind of like wrote all our goals out. And she always, like she makes sure that we um, pick our goals and that we like make sure that we want that first. And she like adjusts that like, oh, I want to be top 10 or she could be like, okay, no, like you, be, you can be top five or something like that. And so she always wants to make sure that it's our goal first and she's just pushing us to be our best. Um, but yeah, I think San Diego has always been on our mind, but after we qualified for NXN, it was kind of like, oh, like maybe we could do both. And so um, yeah, it all has come together really fast, but I'm excited. Maddie, speaking on your last cross-country season specifically here, you placed third at the regional meet, then placed 38th uh, in the country at East Bay, which is just a total joke that it wasn't called Foot Locker, so I'll reference it as Foot Locker. Yeah. Um, and then you were also named the, I think, whatever, they do both years, but like 2022-2023 Gatorade um, Girls State Player of the Year if I've got that wording right, verbiage right, something like that. How do you think that successful season set the expectation for this season? And did you have a hard time dealing with maybe some added pressure of being viewed as like one of, if not the best in the state? Yeah, well, actually, I think that was my sophomore year. Oh, was it really? Yeah, um, so, because that was 2021, 2022. And okay. I remember... Because it was kind of like a really like surprising that I placed third at the regional meet. And then I ended up having a horrible race at Balboa. Um, and then the next year I was ninth at regionals and I think 20th at, and it was champs or something. I don't <laughs> so many different names. Um, okay, let me but, pause you real, real quick there because you fact checked yeah. me. So with both of those seasons and both successful seasons and building upon that sophomore season into the junior season with a higher place at nationals, how did that set the expectation for this year? Yeah, um, I mean, I feel like I really wanted to get back out to San Diego and have a chance to do even better and place higher. Um, and I feel like once you make it there and you know how fun it is, um, you don't want to like miss that opportunity again um especially since this is our last year to qualify and so i feel like um this year like i was definitely nervous going into it um but knowing that like there's so many fun things waiting on the other side of like a lot of pain in a race um is a really big motivation so reese you kind of walked me through your past two seasons specifically cross you said sophomore year you play 16 45 second pr which is crazy and then last year you had a stress fracture and you kind of expressed that difficult ending to that season was there some fire under your belly going into this one and how did you try to stay patient while i'm sure the motivation was high and ultimately what did it mean to have it all pay off and to be going to san diego as well as sorry i'm throwing in all sorts of questions here <laughs> has it been hard the past two years to see maddie experience footlocker without being able to go there with her 
Yeah, I think there was a lot of fire under my belt, not only this past year, but the year before, because when I finished 16th, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I really want to work hard. I was only six spots short, like I'm, I'm going there next year. And so it kind of just hit like twice as hard the following year, because um, I just naturally have tight, really tight calves. And so that's been like a problem that I've had to figure out for a long time. And luckily, I figured it out pretty early on that, um, you know, switched up some shoes and everything like that. So kind of got through the injury fine, but um, really unfortunate timing. And so, yeah, coming off my first cross country season, I had a great track season. So I was really excited for cross um, and cross just didn't go my way at all. Um, but it was, I would say, yes, I was really sad that I didn't get to go out, but um, it was so awesome to see like how Maddie, because Maddie, it's not been like a clean shot for her at all. And so to see all, all that she's worked through from her sophomore year to her junior year and like she persevered and she got to go out there again that I, you know, whatever I'm trying to face, like I can get through it. And so next year it'll be my year and maybe we'll go out together. And so that's definitely um, put more fire under my belt that, oh, like that's such a fun experience. I really want to be a part of that, but also like we're going to work hard together and she persevered. I can do it too. And so, um, yeah, I'm just so excited and yeah, we'll go out together. So let's talk about the race itself and leading into the race, I guess, what was the conversation with you two? And honestly, not just this race or future races, but even throughout this past season or seasons in the past, how much does each other's race plan factor into the others? And do you work with each other at all in the race? Or is it like completely separate competitor mindset? Um, I feel like it's usually always pretty separate. I feel like if we're sometimes at like low key meets, then like we'll stick together like first two miles and whoever's feeling good will go after it um but at more like competitive meets like this I feel like we we're each like very different runners I guess and I think that's how like we push each other um and so yeah I feel like we knew this race was going to be really fast um and so we both kind of went in with that expectation and um just ready to like get after it so yeah yeah, I think all like regular season, like we go to a very small private school. And so all our meets probably have like 50 kids in it. And <laughs> they're like, there are random fields in the middle of Virginia. Um, and so most of those are like, okay, let's just run together. And like Maddie said, whoever has it at the end, just go. Um, but for these past two meets, I know NXR um, and Phil Locker, we kind of just like dialed in and um, focused on like just getting the job done and everything like that. And like Maddie said, we both run our races differently um and maddie likes the longer stuff i'm i'd rather be on the track but it's all cool um but and so we just run it differently but um yeah so i think these past two races just it's really comforting like when you're going up a hill or like in the middle of the second mile like having someone there that like you do all your workouts with and everything and knowing that you're you are where you're supposed to be um but yeah i think we run it differently so it's yeah. super a fun race yeah. Let's talk about the race itself. Maddie and Reese, take me through your individual races, even though it was the same race, how it, how it panned out from start to finish. Um, well, I feel like I did not get out very well because it was definitely super crowded. Um, but I think we went through like the first mile and like 520, which was honestly slower than I was expecting. So I felt like I felt fine. Um, and then kind of just tried to stick with like the lead pack and then um I feel like the last like little stretch like in the woods before you come out on the lake again I just got like a second wing kind of so started 
picking people off um, and eventually just tried to close well, so. Yeah, I think going, well, once we started off, I did not feel that great. And so I was like, oh gosh, so like, this is going to be, this is going to be a fun one. Um, but yeah, and so the first mile we went through, like not insanely fast, but I was not feeling that great. But I was like, no, like Reese, you worked so hard for this. Let's just, you got to keep going. And so the second mile wasn't too bad. I think the hill helped a lot being from Virginia. Like we do a lot of hills. And so um, that was like one of the, my favorite parts of the race, I think, like especially like for how I'm feeling, but also in relation to the other runners. Um, and then the third mile, I was just trying to hang in there. So it wasn't the best race I've ever had, but I was just so happy to get top 10. And um, so it was a good race altogether, but it was definitely hard and it was freezing cold, but <laughs> I think it worked out well. I like racing in the cold, so. Yeah. I'm not sure if you guys saw uh, Kenosha where the Midwest was. It was 27 degrees at race time. <laughs> and it, i think yeah, it was like 47 in charlotte and i was freezing so i was like i can't even imagine i'm glad I'm yeah i there. can't complain then <laughs> yeah so i'm curious in my high school running career in the postseason it was always like survive and advance right and you know every week you'd get less spots for the state meets i think my district it was like 16 spots and then regionals was top eight um to go to states and so for me the first mile or two of a race or that inevitable point where you feel bad you think oh will I not make it type thing for either of you? Did that happen? Or is this just a normal Dominic human moment? And you guys are just on another level and have insane trust in yourself. No, I definitely felt that. Cause I think I went out, like I was maybe in 11th or 12th or like somewhere in like the teens, I think. And I was, I mean, like I was kind of like tired and feeling it a little bit. And I was like, Oh gosh. Like, but I feel like you just got to think about like, how you want to feel at the finish line and um that's definitely a big motivation because I hate walking away from races where you feel like you didn't give it your all or like you could have done more um so yeah yeah I think starting like in the middle of the second mile maybe there was a group of three of us and I didn't want to count because I wanted I didn't want to count like with the girls in front of me or the girls behind me because I was just yeah. like stay present because I feel like if I start counting and for some reason I get like too stressed out in the mind. I think that'll just stress my whole body out. And so just wanted to keep my like brain out of it and stop thinking. But it definitely was a little nerve wracking in the second mile because there were some coaches on the sideline being like nine, 10, 11. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like where's 11? Like I just need to go. And so I like try not to think about it, but yeah, the second and third mile was like more stressful on your body. And I think also more stressful on the mind, especially like where I was in that race because I was just trying to make top 10 and it was, I just tried not to let the numbers get to my head and just run. Um, but yeah, second mile was definitely where it got more real. So let's talk about UNC. What was the decision to commit there, ultimately go there? And did I'm I'm guessing stupid question to ask, but I'm assuming you guys played into each other's decisions or maybe not speak to that as well. Yeah, it's actually funny. I feel like we didn't play into each other's decision. We kind of looked um, UNC was the only school we had in common, um, and it ended up we did go on the official together with a couple other girls, um, and I think Reese decided before me, I think, because I had one more official, but um, after leaving, I just felt like like the girls on the team are awesome, um, and they're all really talented, and obviously, you talk to Mill, and the coaching staff's great, so I feel like it just really felt like the place where I'd become a better runner and person and just like very homely and stuff. So, yeah. 
Yeah, like Maddie said, I don't think we, yeah, we both visited. That was the only school that was the same in our visit list, I guess. Um, but we're also both very similar people, I feel like. And so, like, our other schools were different, but I feel like we all kind of had the same um, school list. And Carolina, yeah, it just was, like, perfect, I think, for both of us. Um, the girls on the team were just awesome. And uh, I think the mix of academics and athletics there were just amazing and hard to beat. And obviously, Coach Milt's just a great coach, and I think we're going to learn a lot from him. So um, I think it just, like, once we left, it was like, okay, like, that's that might be where we want to go and that is where we want to go I guess and so um I think like I think in the back of our head we knew we were we might go to the same school because we're just so similar um but yeah so I don't think it was a package deal but I'm glad it worked out this way so (laughs) I love that let's talk about Foot Locker Nationals coming up in less than two weeks now what are the where's your mindset at going into it uh mentally emotionally physically what are your thoughts and goals leading into it and specifically coming from two different perspectives where Maddie, this is going to be your third year running it, Reese, your first year, both coming from very different paths to get there. But I think that's what's so cool about the sport is everyone lines up on the starting line in the same race, no matter how far it came, uh, whether injuries or they've been there before. I think your guys' stories perfectly exemplifies the sport. Yeah, um, I feel like just to place higher than last year is my main goal um yeah I feel like just to really leave it all out there because it will be like the last high school cross-country race ever so I just want to walk away feeling like I gave it my all so yeah I think I'm I'm super excited I'm gonna try not to let like my emotions get the best of me because I've never been to California so that's gonna be exciting just just that just a trip um but yeah I think for the race just um, you know, just battle with the girls around me and see how high I can finish. So I've never been there before. So, um, you know, try to do my best and I guess help the South win because the South is the best region. So got to give it my all for them. Um, but yeah, I'm just excited. Leave it all out there. Like Maddie said, it's our last one. So I think just getting ready for it, sleeping a lot and eating a lot. And especially after the national meet the week before Nike, um, yeah, just making sure we're recovering a lot and, um, getting ready. So yeah. Reese, I have to ask you a follow-up question. You talked about the South. You said best region. I'm curious, is Virginia even in the South? Like it makes no oh sense gosh. why they're in that region. <laughs> um, I would say so. Yes. I, my dad's side of the family is very Southern. They're from like Norfolk, Virginia, and they all have Southern accents. And so I like take pride in that, but my mom's from Chicago. So got like the best of both worlds, but I'd like to think it is, but it's definitely getting more in the northern states, I feel like, as time goes on. Yeah, I'm like, it's weird that they're not, I would think they're in the northeast, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Maddie, what's your opinion on this? Um, I feel like there's two, like, Virginia's like two states in one, basically. I feel like you go near D.C. and, like, you feel like you're in the north, but, like, go south and you definitely feel like you're in the south. So Charlottesville's kind of in the middle, which is funny, but... Um, I don't know. I think South Course is the best, so can't complain about that. Let's talk about your future in the sport. For both of you, uh, as you sit here with me today on November 27, 2023, put it in a time capsule, what, what are some <laughs> things you're looking to accomplish in the sport, like long-term? Um, you know, the sport of running is obviously something you guys are passionate about. You've taken it step by step. 
from seventh graders who walked during their runs to, you know, both making a national meet together to running NCAA Division One next year. Um, what are your dreams and aspirations within the sport? And what are some things you guys want to do before you hang up the spikes one day, which I know is like a massive question that you probably don't have a response to. But what are your thoughts about the sport of running and your relationship with it? Um, I mean... I guess, like, regardless whether I run after college or not, I mean, for like, professionally or whatever, I always want to have running be something in my life um, and, like, just something I do every day because I love it so much, and I feel like it really helps you in, like, every aspect of your life, whether you need to clear your mind or something like that. Um, so, yeah, just, I guess, remain, like, in love with the sport. Um, and then, I mean, at UNC, like, I feel like our recruiting class is so strong and there's a bunch of talented girls there. So I just want to be part of like a nationally ranked program. And I feel like UNC has the ability to do that. Um, so that's something I'm really excited about for the next four years. Yeah, I think at UNC, um, like Maddie said, our recruiting class is really strong and the team there is already so good. So I think like top goal, I think it would be great to help our team eventually like win a national championship in cross um, and be a part of that. That would be awesome. And obviously I think on the track, um, maybe do some fun relays. I don't know if they even have outdoor relays, but I know they have indoor relays. So <laughs> something like that would be fun, but yeah, just see how good we can get, I guess, and how much we can do to represent um, UNC. And like Maddie said, I think I'll always run for the rest of my life, but um, at UNC, I think I definitely want to, you know, represent the Tar Heels well so yeah final serious question for both of you for those who have listened to our conversation are inspired by our stories what would be the final takeaway message you want to leave with our audience today I don't know I would just say to always um believe in yourself and like turn to others when you need it because I feel like if you're feeling insecure about something or you just feel like overwhelmed I feel like there's been a lot of times in like my running journey that I've not use like all the available resources that I have and so um I think if you kind of make yourself vulnerable and um turn to those who want to support you it can really take you far and that's like not just in running I think that's like just a general life philosophy um so yeah because people want to help you and they want to see you succeed um and so if other people help you believe in yourself I feel like that can really take you far so I would say I think to invest a lot of time in your relationships and the people around you because eventually your times and all your achievements will kind of people will forget about that but I think you'll always have friendships like Maddie and I will probably be like 80 years old talking about <laughs> random things we probably won't remember what we ran a mile in or something like that but I think just investing a lot of time into friendships, relationships, teammates. And I think that's something that's great about running is that you can spend so much time with your teammates. You can like pour so much time and sweat and tears into a common goal. And I think you'll always remember the relationships you have. So yeah, like Maddie said, just use the people around you and um, just don't put too much pressure on yourself. Have fun with it and have fun with the people around you. So I have to say, I'm not shocked in the least that you guys are going to UNC with how you guys just spoke there. It's like, I'm like, am I listening to Coach Milt right now? Like, <laughs> what's going on? What's going on? No, I love it. I think that's, uh, yeah, you guys are wise beyond your years. So I think that's a great message for all the listeners. Embody what Reese and Maddie just said. Um, okay, guys, to close out today's episode, you guys are probably anticipating this question. 
the question I ask every guest on every single episode. If you had Gordon Ramsay coming over to your house for dinner, what would you choose to make for what would you choose to make for him? I feel like I can only make breakfast foods, but I do make a really good avocado toast. So I feel like and I feel like it's hard to mess up. So if I was cooking under pressure, I feel like I'd be able to do okay. Yeah, I'm not a great cook, but I do love um, Shalane Flanagan's superhero muffins from her book, and I make a lot of those. So maybe I would just draw it straight from the book and <laughs> make, make that. But like Maddie said, I love breakfast foods too. So maybe like pancakes, French toast. Yeah, I can make that pretty well. But Maddie and Reese, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys, learning more about your story and hearing your ambitions in the sport. Thank you so much for the time, for sharing the wisdom, and I can't wait to see you guys kick it in San Diego on December 9th. So thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the podcast. I don't take your time for granted, so I hope that it brought you some wisdom and value that you can apply directly into your running and into your life. If you have not already done so, please consider giving us a follow and a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And then something all of you guys can do is share today's episode or the podcast in general with a friend or someone who you think will benefit from it. One more note, if you're not already following us on Instagram, consider doing so. My Instagram tag is at the running effect. I hope you're running and life is going well. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy life to listen to today's episode. I will catch you in two days when the next episode drops. Until then, happy running.